Thanks for tuning in to the Entrepreneurial Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Carter, and my mission is to develop the entrepreneurial mindset in all learners so they are radically transformed to impact their lives. This takes me to many schools across the United States, and as I visit these schools, I often spend time looking at their spaces and helping them dream big about how entrepreneurship can really happen in any space. The Entrepreneurship and Sustainability Program that I oversee in Cincinnati, Ohio, has some amazing dedicated spaces to entrepreneurship. We have a 2,000-square-foot teaching kitchen, and we became the first K-12 school in the United States to become part of the collaborative, Teaching Kitchen Collaborative, that includes the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health, Stanford University, Google, Compass Group, and it contains some amazing, amazing opportunities to work with wellness centers, universities, and hospitals around the United States. We have a 4,000-square-foot greenhouse that is home to hydro Aeroponics. It's home to aeroponics, soil-based growing, trellised plants from tomatoes to cucumbers to even pumpkin vines. We have a space dedicated to a student-run coffee bar. As soon as you walk in the main building of the high school by the front office, you'll see this flourishing, thriving coffee bar. And because of that, and because we have dedicated spaces, I often get questions about this from schools that want to begin entrepreneurial programs. These questions will range from, well, how can we get started without a greenhouse? Or is it possible to do entrepreneurship without, say, a teaching kitchen or without a coffee bar? And to this, I always respond a resounding yes. The thing about entrepreneurship programming is it becomes specific and inherent to the school where it is applied. Let me explain what I mean by that. First of all, entrepreneurship should never be a plug-and-play program. It should never be the kind of thing that looks the same at every single school where it is implemented. Entrepreneurship is about innovation. It's about ideation. It's about creation. It's about launch and growth. And that means it's going to look different wherever it is implemented. But it also means it is highly adaptable. You see, the entrepreneurial mindset allows people to pivot, allows them to change and to pursue and to develop things that are inherent to their community. In other words, when I go visit a school and they start asking questions about a greenhouse or a teaching kitchen, I always flip the discussion on its head and ask, what are the current spaces that you have on your campus? Or what are the current spaces that you have access to? I ask a couple clarifying questions after that. I'll ask a question regarding where do students hang out? Are there groups of students who move in clusters around specific parts of your building? Do they hang out in the commons space? Is there a foyer? Is there an entrance? Is there a place where students naturally gravitate? If so, you're probably looking at a place that is prime for entrepreneurship programming. I mean, look, you already have a built-in customer base if your students naturally go to that part of the school. It's primed for a student-run business, maybe a small kiosk, maybe a small store of some sort. 
Another question I'll often ask is, who are the incredibly engaging, inspiring teachers on your staff? Who are the teachers that students naturally gravitate toward? The teachers that you're constantly hearing things about, such as, oh my gosh, so-and-so, their classroom, this class, it was so interesting. It was so, I just, I, I want to talk about it. I want to tell my parents about it. Those are entrepreneurial spaces. Now, you might be thinking, hold on, that's a science classroom. That's an English classroom. That's a math classroom. The thing about entrepreneurship programming is it begins with a mindset. And that mindset is born out of growth mindset, out of grit, out of redefining failure, and out of seeking opportunity. And that means true entrepreneurship can happen in any space in any classroom, in any environment. It can happen in a math class. It can happen while reading a book in English class because it's about a mindset, which means it requires a teacher to have the freedom, the resources, and the autonomy to explore innovative programming, hands-on education. And that's where it starts. Imagine the teacher who says, Hey, what if for this assignment, we were to create, say, a food truck? What if we were to create a simulation of a food truck and we had to calculate the amount of food and the ingredients and the customer flow? What if we had to make a sample menu? What if we had to create a P&L statement? You see, thinking like this around an innovative program could actually lead to a real food truck at your school. Because the next logical step is, well, what would this look like if we actually did this? What would this look like if we actually explored this opportunity? And that's exactly where entrepreneurship programming starts. It would be very difficult to go into a school and say, here's what entrepreneurship needs to be. Here's the business that your students need to run. And here's how they need to run it. First of all, you're not going to get as much buy-in. You're not going to get your faculty as excited. The students won't feel a sense of ownership. But imagine going in and looking at it from the perspective of a mindset. Who are the teachers and the administrators who are living out the entrepreneurial mindset, who are dedicated to growth, who are willing to put forth the necessary grit, who have the ability to redefine failure and see true failure as not trying in the first place? Those are the teachers who are going to help guide this programming to an absolutely atmospheric level. Then look at the students. Often schools will do the reverse. They'll start with the students. They'll say, well, we have this really engaging senior, or we have a group of juniors that want to start a business. Well, it's really important to have that in place. But without the teacher oversight, the program will only last one at the most, maybe two years. Schools need to be bought in on the why for true entrepreneurship to take place. Entrepreneurship can happen in a, a, a disused corner of the school. It can happen in a, in a concession stand that's no longer utilized. It can happen in a school store that only opens once a week. Entrepreneurship can happen anywhere because entrepreneurship is the beautiful marriage between someone who has an idea and then is willing to take that idea and act upon it. Whenever I talk to students and even adults about entrepreneurship, I always share the two central questions that are necessary to taking the leap. The first question is to ask, what if? Imagine the freeing power of that question. What 
if. Dream big. Think of the possibilities. You see, that question is born out of the growth mindset. In order to ask what if, you have to be willing to believe in the possibility of a different or alternative means, of something beyond what we're currently doing, of something different, perhaps better. But it must not stop there. For us to truly take entrepreneurship to its intended level, we must follow up the question what if with the question why not? Why not? Why wouldn't we at least try? Why wouldn't we gather the data? Why wouldn't we survey the customers? Why wouldn't we turn this hypothetical project into an actual business and see what happens? And when it happens, it happens. The thing about entrepreneurship is it is contagious. It spreads because it breeds enthusiasm, passion, and engagement. And when that is let loose at a school, the fire of education and the flames of interest come together in a way to create spectacular programming that engages our learners. 